0: Okay, welcome to the Jillian Michaels with Janice show. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I have a
1: lot to talk about today, Janice. Are I you excited? Can, you're pumped. You're, you've got the uh, you've got the big eyes today. The big eyes? Yeah, like, you know, the, the big uh, excited eyes. Big excited, not crazy eyes. No, not crazy. Not like whites of your eyes. No, not crazy. No, I think it's because you maybe had a touch of time off. I don't know. I doubt it because you don't take time off, but you've got a little <laughs> bit of time on your hands, don't you, now, maybe? <laughs> a
0: little bit of time on my hands. Not crazy, no, no, man. Not Crazy. Just enough to be pumped about today's show. Very good. And I saw this article uh, about these do it yourself uh, medical scans. And I never heard of this. Like, check yourself for cholesterol, check your fertility, check to see if you have prostate cancer,
1: HIV. Have you ever heard of this? No, I just know that the old pregnant, the only one I know do it yourself is the pregnancy, and you always end up peeing on your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, not that I did them mo- long, long ago. Okay. You know, in the old days. A little too much information yeah, there. The best, huh. best stick to the show, maybe. Alright, yeah. good. But I did not know you could do this. Yeah, I actually stuff.
0: had no idea. I was uh, cruising through my Men's Health magazine. Yeah. And <laughs> People are like, really? Men's Health? Oh, that's got uh, great stuff. I'll uh, have you know that I read Men's Health, especially for all you boys out there, so I stay current on how to keep you guys healthy and up to speed. Plus, they've got great studies in that magazine. Mm-hmm. I really love it for that reason. But... uh so I pulled this article out and I wanted to share it with any of, uh, for any of our boyfriends, husbands, sons, uncles, brothers, best male friends, of course our engineer, what's his name, Bruce, yeah,
2: right, Bruce,
0: <laughs> Bruce <laughs> over here. I thought he might enjoy it. But all right, so I understand that it's very expensive to go to the doctor. I hear it all the time, uh, and so I thought we might try a few of these things. So number one is the prostate screening test. So it's called the PSA test. It's 40 bucks. All you do is you prick your finger at home and you collect the blood on this little card. You send it into the lab and uh, it essentially checks for prostate specific antigen, which is a protein that signals prostate cancer. Okay. Now this one they say is fairly accurate. Now here's what you need to do. If you, if the test says that It's 1.0 nanograms per milliliter. You have to take the test every five years per milliliter. So 1.5 or sorry, 1.0 nanograms of the PSA. The try that again. State specific. I know it's not. No, it's not. Okay, hold on. I'll try to. I'll try to simplify it. So. 1.0 nanograms of prostate-specific antigen per milliliter. And obviously the test is going to tell you this. You need to take it every five years. Now, if you, uh, I'm sorry, if it's lower. If it's over the 1.0, you have to take it every year. And now if the test shows you that you have 2.5 per milliliter, you need to go to the urologist right away. And it says that it doesn't always mean you have cancer, but you might need a biopsy to make sure that your prostate's healthy. You guys got to understand that early detection is critical when it comes to cancer in particular. But when I did work for uh, the American Cancer Society, the number one tip they said was early screenings. Get yourself checked because you re- your ability to reduce mm. uh, the mortality rate of cancer is 50% if you catch it early. So for a 45 bucks once a year, I'm begging you. Check right, it and out it's not a
1: reason to hit the panic button but it's a it's exactly. a good reason to... awareness 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 is key if you get
0: on something early, you have the ability to start managing the issue and possibly prevent it. I remember uh, i I fortunately I'm very fortunate to see many doctors for work. I'm always getting screened for insurance and we did this one uh this one test on my bone density. And it was meant to illustrate, I was supposed to be the healthy bone density and the...
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, hello. <laughs> That's a good way to start. I was yeah, supposed to be. I was supposed to
0: be. To be and the, the contestant was for losing it. And the, the family that I was working with, they were supposed to have poor bone density. It turns out when they scanned the bone density in my hips, they said, you know, you have what's called osteopenia, which is uh, essentially the beginning of osteoporosis. I'm 37. I was 36, at the, 35 maybe at the time. I work out. You know, I had no idea and it's because I don't do a ton of dairy and I was ingesting massive quantities of caffeine and caffeine leaches calcium from the body. So this is one of the reasons I switched off of coffee and started drinking tea and of course I started doing more load bearing exercises on my lower body cuz I don't lift a ton of weight cuz I don't like to look thick. I want to be smaller. I get naturally I'm a real muscular little bulldog. Yeah. But you know now that I've caught it my bone density is back up to normal cuz I just got oh, screened it did. a couple years. Yes. Did. I, well it took me a year and a half but yeah. I did all the necessary things and got everything back up to normal but had I not been aware I'd be looking at, you know, the broken hip at 50 kind of a thing. You've got to catch this stuff early. And I know that the number one complaint is I don't have the money for the doctor. So that's why we're going over these tests. Here's another one for you. Male fertility test. I've got a lot of friends. you realize that one in six Americans are infertile? No, I did not. Men and women. I got a lot of theories as to why this is. Uh, I, I... personally believe it has everything to do with the pesticides on our fruits and vegetables, the herbicides, the toxins, the hormones in our water, the plastics that all our food is packaged in. Because you realize other countries around the world, the population is exploding. But here in America, one in six of us are infertile. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of friends right now who are wanting to have babies. And it's fascinating because you're watching them go through, one of my uh, my good friend's husband, her his sperm's not swimming fast enough, yeah. and they're having to give her something to make the egg bigger, and his sperm to swim fast, it's crazy, I, I can't even, it's insane, another one of my friends had, uh, her ovary, or I'm sorry, her uterus had polyps, covered in polyps, she's 30 years old, from excess estrogen, all of these things, we don't know, well, anyway, the idea is, it's really important that you know what's going on, and men always think that it's the woman, but it's not. So mm-hmm. if it's one in six of us, that means it could be you too, guys. Uh, and with that said, it's really important that you get your sperm checked. So they have this uh, male fertility test that will check to see what your sperm count is. It's forty bucks. Now they say it's kind of a crude measure; that it's not one hundred percent accurate. This test, obviously, you know, is. Less accurate than the PSA test, but it's worth exploring for 40 bucks. If you're having trouble conceiving, check it out. Now, Paul. Yes. As a man, you, you mean, mean man
1: in the room, Bruce, Bruce Paul. <laughs> now, would that be would that be something? If you, I mean, I know you have a son, but if you were, would you do that? Would a guy? That's a great question. Well, I think in in a situation where you know you're trying to get pregnant. Of course, but under normal circumstances, we're, what does it matter to most guys if they're fertile or not unless they're trying to make a baby? So it's not an ego thing. You don't, you don't, I mean, oh, you're pretty. Not to me. Uh, not see, to you. my friend's
0: husband was miserable getting dragged into that fertility clinic. And then he saw an actor there that he really admired. And then he was okay.
1: That's what I, <laughs> I wonder. He was like, I'm not
0: going to name names, but he's like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's here. And then he was like, all it's right, okay. well, let's go in. Yeah. But it was a real insult to to his. The manly man. man. Yeah, the manly man. But, Would, wouldn't bother me. Really? Oh. Interesting. Good to know. Okay. I'm secure. You are. (laughs) All right, here's another one for you. Did you know that you could get a colon cancer screening? This, of course, goes for women and men. Women also can get colon cancer. Uh, It's just a strip of collection paper that changes color depending upon the presence of blood in your stool. Gross, I know. Uh, But basically, fecal blood can signal colon polyps that can be cancerous. Isn't that crazy? So, I mean, of course let me be extraordinarily clear the doctor is always the better way to go but if you're you know I I can't tell you how many times I've heard I don't have the money I don't have insurance I don't have access to the doctor so if you're suspecting that there's something going on or, or just you know if you're if you're over 40 if you have a family history this is at the very least these are these are options not the best but they're possible options
1: now there's also a home cholesterol test which is very cool yeah this I find intriguing because sometimes cholesterol tests can be long and a little bit expensive well this is 18 bucks and it scans a small amount of blood that you draw from your finger with
0: a little built-in monitor and it shows your cholesterol now it says again does it work not perfectly you're you're gonna be much better sending it into a lab and of course it's really important uh, when you're checking cholesterol that you do you fast for 12 hours because the food that you you've just eaten can have a dramatic impact a on your on it. yeah can show can show a spike but I mean you're you're better off with this than nothing because if heart disease runs in the family and even if it doesn't with all of the trans fat and the crap in our diet nowadays it doesn't even matter if your family has a history of heart disease you could absolutely be susceptible Did you know that just uh, if, hold on, hang on, what's the number, what's the number? If 23, no, 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 that's not the number. Here it is, sorry, I was searching for the statistic. If 2% of your daily calorie allowance consists of trans fats, so if I'm eating 1,600 calories a day, and uh, 2% of that is around, like what, what is that, 32 Calories? Something crazy like that? Never
1: look at me for stats. Never look
0: at... So... You're killing me. But... Okay. So 10... So 10... Or 1% of 1,600 calories is 16. Right. Right? So 2% would be 32. So if I'm having 32 calories worth of trans fat in a day, I've upped my risk of heart disease by 23%. Oh. Isn't that wild? And I guarantee it's... The stuff's in everything, because it's a crazy preservative. You just find it as hydrogenated oil. So uh, bottom line... I've said it before. This is the last time I'm going to say it. Try to see your doctor. I'm begging you. It's it's really important for early detection and overall longevity and optimizing your health. But if you can't, Go to your CVS, go to your Target, go to your Walmart, and at least explore taking one of these at-home screenings. Hey, look how, every long, single it took, one's look how
2: long it
1: took us to get on the bandwagon to, to do our own self-breast examinations, and no. that just becomes second-hand, but it took a long time for that to kick in. But- Even that's scary. It's so amazing to, I know better,
0: and yet, every time, like, my, I got a note from my gynecologist and my assistant's like, you gotta go see, you know, her name's, the name's embarrassing, Dr. Hakaka, that's her name. <laughs> She's a great doctor, though. <laughs> God help us if she's listening to this and we're making fun of her name. You know what? No, the doctor, doctor is just
1: enjoying the, <laughs> the, the, the sound of she's it. She's fabulous, though. Whatever.
0: So I got my, you know, hey, you got to come in you're you, once a year. And I just thought, oh, God, I, I hate it because it's scary. And I'm in the car talking to myself going, "Chillian. what, <laughs> like, okay, so you don't go in and then you die if you have something. Go in and deal with it. But Nick, nobody wants bad news. I think that's another big part of it is that we don't want to know. We think ignorance is bliss.
1: Certainly. But it really, truly
0: isn't. Ignorance is extremely dangerous when it comes to your health. Being in the dark is the absolute worst thing that you can do for your health. So
1: that's enough. Check okay. out these tests. Moving on. Next, we're going to talk about fitness. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you better go pee pee then, because I know that it's time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why am I your mother today? I pee-pee? have no idea. Pee pee. Well, I know that because sometimes you get you sit too long. Have you, you don't take a break. You mean you need to go pee pee? No, I've already gone pee pee. <laughs> Maybe Bruce needs to go pee pee. <laughs> stop calling me, <laughs> freaking okay, Bruce has to go pee pee.
2: <laughs> All right. Pause. Okay, now
1: that we're all back from our bathroom break. That was fun going together. It, Thank you. It was exciting. Yeah. I'm not going to kid you. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a good group activity.
0: Um, I wanted to do a little talking about fitness today. In particular, what is the best way to exercise for fat loss, not just weight loss? Okay. A lot of misconception about this. In particular, about cardio being better than weight training, and about working out in your target heart rate I'll explain target heart rate is a number uh, that the the quote experts from I'm gonna say the 80s because I really believe this is this blame is blame it on the 80s I'm gonna, blame, place uh, yeah. to go. I'm gonna say this started in the 80s yeah. even though I was so young I don't know who actually started yeah, this uh, but the concept of a target heart rate they used to believe that if you worked out at a lower intensity your body would burn more fat Now the logic behind this concept was that you're you're requiring less energy to work out at a lower intensity so the body is gonna dip more into fat stores versus glucose, which is sugar, available blood sugar, uh, sugar that's stored in your muscles. Not true though, because here's the thing. When you work out harder, you burn more calories overall and thus burn more fat calories and more sugar calories, and sugar calories that don't get burned turn into fat anyway. So this whole target heart rate thing, it even I even still see it on some cardio machines. They'll say 60% oh, yeah. of your maximum heart rate, 65% is your target fat burning zone. Not, It's not true at all. So not only that, cardio is not optimal for fat metabolism. You're going to burn fat, obviously, if you're doing your cardio, but a combination of cardio and weight training has been shown to be most effective for fat loss. And I read this study recently in PubMed, great study, and they took three groups of people, put them all on a calorie-reduced diet. One group did no exercise, one group did cardio three times a week, and one, one group did cardio and weight training, a combination of the two, three times a week. Now, here's what I find fascinating. All three of the groups lost around 21 pounds, which I, that blew my mind because I would have thought the group that exercised would have lost far more, or at least the other two, but apparently they all lost 21 pounds. However, the groups that did not do weight training had 15 pounds of fat loss and lost roughly five pounds of muscle, while the group that did the weight training had all fat loss. All 21 pounds was fat loss. They maintained their muscle. And that's what I think is such a misconception about weight training is we women think, oh, my gosh, it's going to bulk us up or it's not burning as much calories as my jogging routine. But the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter Yes, it matters that you burn calories because calories are units of energy and fat is stored energy. But there are sugar calories as well. We want to optimize our fat calories. So when you're weight training, you do what's called calorie partitioning. And essentially, you're working your muscles and you're sending the nutrients that you're taking in to rebuild and repair your muscles. So you're maintaining your muscle and simultaneously burning fat for fuel to to complete the energy expenditure in your workout so the best way to not only lose weight but maximize your body composition to reduce your body fat because that's what we don't we want to look strong we want to look lean we don't want to be what's called skinny fat just because you might be at a healthy weight range isn't
1: that true skinny fat i've never heard it put that way but that's true yeah yeah, skinny, skinny fat. fat.
0: Mm-hmm. And we've all... Come on. We've all had the friend who's, you know, teeny tiny, fits into the size two jeans, but might have 30% body fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're exercising, the combination has been shown to work best of cardio and strength, which I've, of course, said for years. But the misconception, everyone always thinks, oh, it's cardio, and we see the women and they jump. I And I'm even... I gotta be honest. I'm even guilty of it. I get on the, my little treadmill or my stepper and I just busted out quite honestly because i could be i could be i i've grown to
1: hate lifting weights well no it's a period I, you're going i through. think i'm going no, through a no. phase it's a phase It's i a hate phase. it i don't know what it is but people do I, that with, a, with, and with I, cardio and it's
0: so bad it, it's uh, lifting weights is the best thing you can do for muscle maintenance for bone density to boost your anti-aging hormones your fat metabolism and here's the other thing when you lift weights or you do resistance training, it doesn't even need to be weights per se. It could be body weight. It could be push-ups. It could be pull-ups. It could be lunges. It could be squats. It could be any form of resistance training in combination with cardio. But your afterburn, the amount of calories you burn after exercise, is greater with resistance training than just cardio alone. So you're going to burn more calories long after the workout's over when oh. you throw in the resistance training. Now... Uh, in addition, the studies have also shown that high-intensity interval training or metabolic training, really intense bursts of exercise, whether it's jump training, sprints, things of that nature, those burn more calories overall and thus, as I mentioned earlier, a higher amount of fat calories in total. Because think if you're spending 30 minutes in the gym and you're working out of your target heart rate and let's say you burned 200 calories and 70% of those 200 calories are fat calories and 30% are from glucose or sugar. But if you spend that same 30 minutes and you're killing it in the gym and you burn 400 calories and 50% is fat and 50% is sugar, you're still burning more fat calories. You've got 200 fat calories burned and 200 more calories of glucose that going unutilized would have been converted to converted to fat anyway. So your best bet, is a combination of circuit training, which means go from resistance training move to resistance training move. So push-ups into squats, into chest press, into lunges, into cable flies, keep it moving constantly. Keep your body moving so that your heart rate is staying up, but you're combining it with resistance training and then work intervals in. So I I do this, obviously, with all my my fitness DVDs or in any workout I design, whether it's on JillianMichaels.com or in my books. But you'll see a circuit and it'll look something like this. Push-ups, squats, 30 seconds of jumping jacks. Into push-ups, squats, 30 seconds of jumping jacks. Move on next next circuit. And it would be, let's say, lat pull-downs into jumping lunges into one minute of jump rope. So that we get that high-intensity cardio interval in with resistance training in an aerobic fashion and that is the best way to accelerate not only your weight loss but your fat loss and when you have a maintained muscle maintenance going on maintained muscle maintenance i understand when you (laughs) when you maintain muscle while you're losing weight this is going to help you with any yo-yo effect after having gone on your diet because muscle is also critical at maintaining metabolism. And what happens to so many is they go on this diet, they cut calories, they lose muscle as well as fat, right. and ultimately they damage their metabolism from a decreased calorie allowance and the loss of muscle. So when they start eating normally again, their body starts storing fat because it's going, oh my gosh, you know we've been through a period of famine, who knows when this is gonna happen again, right. I need to hold on to the fat. and. It's lost, your body's lost muscle, which muscle utilizes calories to be to sustain. So the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism is. that makes sense? You following me? It
1: does, but I would like to get back to you for a moment in this phase you're going through. I'd like uh, to help you through this. Uh, now, uh, what I'm thinking is uh, that, no, but the thing. I hate it. Uh, and let's, let's turn that uh, around now. Let's turn that around, shall we? There's no hate here. No. There's no hate on the Jillian Michaels show. What you're going through is a time, but you're maintaining. You're still maintaining because your body's in a very high, you know. I'm not going to, I'm going to admit something really dark right now. Oh, good. That I'm I'm ashamed about. Let me get my pan out.
0: I (laughs) was doing motion capture for my next video game
1: I don't know what that is Motion capture
0: no uh, motion capture is really cool they put you in this this little little oh, sweatsuit thing with the balls, with the balls all over yeah. it and it tracks your your everything that you do goes into this video game. they use it for movies obviously yeah, as yeah, well yeah. but they track all of your exercises and it it's my body they're my moves it's it's ever you see everything that uh, you watch on the screen is all me. You're literally watching me do the exercises right. for you. So I had to do these these uh, four hours of motion capture for the video game. It's a lot of stop-start. You know, it's like, okay, six jump squats. Okay, next move. Oh, uh, you know, uh, scorpion push-ups. Six of them. Okay, next move. Jumping lunges. Next move. But I got to tell you, <laughs> I am so sore it is incredible and I I realized I was like I got to get back into the I've been so bad, so bad. I just noticed a huge difference in my conditioning. I used to knock that out no problem. And I mean so sore for the last 2 days because I haven't been doing my resistance. Oh, no,
1: no, well, I think we've all learned a lesson shamed here to myself,
0: I know. <laughs> I no, know. No,
1: but but also that's performance too. You're gonna do no, no, you're not just gonna no, do the no. scorpion whatever no, they were. No, flyovers. it's because I have flyovers. Or whatever it was you were push doing up, some scorpion, scorpion thing push now. Up. You're no. gonna
0: do it because you want to impress. Oh, Come
1: on now. God.
0: It uh, you know, we all go through phases and for yeah. some reason this is my phase. But let me tell you, I got a little wake up call when I woke up and couldn't move my arms to wash my hair couldn't lift oh, my, no. okay, my arms up <laughs> I was like oh god oh my god <laughs> oh my God!" my dog was sitting outside the shower like are you okay? Should I call 911? I, mean,
1: sorry, I that's dying. Funny. So anyway yeah, very good. there you have it. Very good. What right. now? You know what I think we're going to have some time to, to uh, talk to some people. Calls? Yeah I think I we can take some calls. calls. I know you do. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Aaron is waiting on the line for you. Aaron's on the
0: line. Aaron's on the line. I'm excited. Aaron, what's going on? Hey Jillian, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Okay. Uh Uh, I don't why don't I believe you? <laughs> You're like, well, I'm pretty good.
3: There was some sort of hesitation. What's going well, on? Well, I had a question for you about trust and um, gaining control back after something crazy or tragic has happened Trust. Trusting what? Myself and other people. I can get more specific if you want. But Very
0: different things, by the way, trusting yourself right, and trusting other people.
3: I think if I explain my situation, maybe you'll,
0: maybe okay, you'll well, get it. Start me out with understanding. Okay, so, so we want to talk about trust. Trust, this is important in your mind to accomplish what goal?
3: Okay, well, I have problems with personal relationships, and so ultimately, you know, I'd like to be in a relationship. Oh, Aaron!
0: Else, oh, Aaron! Oh, okay, so hold, so hold on. Um, all right, so let me just understand. Okay, this is refreshing. Is this not about this not about body at all? This is about no. Wow, no, I'm excited for this call. I uh, love wow, this. Good. Good. All right, buddy. So, so, um, okay. So talk to me. So you, you're, you're having issues then having a romantic relationship again or having? Yes. All right, well, I'm ready. I'm, Tell me the story. Right, now that I I'm have ready. a frame of reference, go.
3: <laughs> okay, it's kind of long. Ready? Hit me. Um, okay, when I was 17, I was raped by this guy friend or whatever.
2: Um, so when
3: you're that whatever. young, you just, like, try and ignore it, right? Because you don't want anything to change. You're trying to get ready for college. Everything's already changing enough. Oh, so honey. you just ignore it and try and make things stay the same. Okay. Well, then, as much as you want things to stay the same, things change just because life gets in the way, right?
0: So- well, honey, that is uh, that's think that's life gets in the way. I, that that's not life getting in the way. That's a major traumatic event. So
2: well, right. that's gonna leave. So-
0: that is going to leave a lasting mark on you. Now, when I say a lasting mark on you, it doesn't have to be, you can bring yourself to a place where it will have a meaning and it can build strength and it can, it can build power and it can build empathy, but you are changed and how you allow it to change you is going to be up to you. Right. But go on.
3: I've gotten counseling and stuff because it really started to affect my schoolwork. Once I got to college, I was just doing everything to escape my feelings and partying all the time, drinking all the time, doing really stupid stuff. And then I stamped out of it once I realized, you know, this is screwing up my grades. This is screwing up, like, my career plan. Mm -hmm. How am I ever going to do what I want to do professionally if I can't even get through college without, you know, freaking out? So I went and got help. I'm
2: 23 now. Oh, so
0: okay. I was just you, you—you read my mind. I was just going. I gotta jump in here and find out how old this kid is. Okay, got it. All right, go I'm ahead. I'm 23. All right. So,
3: then after I got help, I—you know—I got better mostly, until I realized it was affecting personal relationships. Because mm-hmm. after I made the promise to myself that it wouldn't affect my life professionally, it started to personally. Well, of course, of
0: course it did. <laughs> so okay. then
3: the next two people I dated were just as bad one was a cheater one was an emotional abuser so it's just like okay. I don't trust myself in picking people to date I don't trust other people
2: mm, that
3: okay. kind of thing All and right. like when you're in a relationship you feel so out of control and for me that's hard because I'm a control freak
0: so yeah. my voice
3: like, is shaking it's kind of upsetting <laughs> oh
0: no 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 no, you, no don't, don't don't please don't don't be sorry about anything um all right, so there's a pattern then that right. that you you are seemingly identifying for me on um, yourself that you are continuously allowing a certain type of abusive individual into your world. Right. Now, can you pinpoint for me? The, granted, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I'm of course gonna say you should definitely when we kind of look at these things i want you to also take this conversation when we're done with it and get into you said you're in, you were in counseling are you still in counseling
3: i go when i feel like i need it but the problem with that is mm. i've been everybody that says when I talk to them about it, no one's actually giving me, like, a plan of action. Like, I'm the kind of person who needs, like, right. this is what you need to do.
0: Okay. But, like,
3: they throw these ideas at me, and I'm just like, well, I know that. You can tell me that a million but, times, but, and they know it.
0: No, 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 no. Knowing but, something in your head and right. knowing it and feeling it in your heart and in your soul and internalizing it is a very different thing. Knowing it in your head is the tip of the iceberg. So that's right. like, okay, now I know I got to work on this stuff. It's like the first step in a, you know, hundred mile journey, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's a critical first step that you're aware of there's an issue. Uh, yeah. So, okay, now you're aware that you're attracting this certain type of individual. Can you tell me what is the pattern? They're abusive. In what ways? And they make you feel How?
3: well in ways where they just constantly put me down make me feel small things like that Mm -hmm. and i know in the back of my mind like i say this to myself i'm like someone who is that way doesn't need to be with you because you know you but once you see the bad in people you kind of find it hard to see the good i guess (laughs)
0: well wait a minute hold on once you see the bad in people you you find it hard to see the good good. then why well I understand that, but but if right. that's the case, then why stay with them or why let them in at all? Well, because it sounds I guess, to me like, like you. Know,
3: I don't realize it until I'm in it, and like both of the after the first one, the mm-hmm. next two, they didn't last very long. I would say less than a month. Once I realized what kind of people they were. Okay, that, you know, well, that's positive. Like, okay, well go away. Well then, <laughs> by
0: the way, like here's the good news. You should trust that. <laughs> That when, when these people revealed themselves to you, you mm-hmm. had the ego strength to get out. So right. that's actually a very big deal. So when you sit there and you say, I don't trust myself, honey, we, we, it takes us a while to get to know someone. It takes a while before people unveil themselves to us. Mm-hmm. But right. when they do, do you stay or do you go? The fact that you are telling me you walked away is actually a very powerful thing, a very strong thing to do, a very positive thing, and something that you should really believe in. That you didn't yeah. stay and go, I can change... If you said, I could change them, I tried to win them over, I, I thought if only I was enough, then we'd be having a very different conversation. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> you know, what it might be is you know, we might start to look at, okay, what is the initial spark with these types of, with these types of individuals that you're letting in that are abusive? What is it that, you know, that you, you're being drawn to initially, but when it comes to trust, you are able to decipher that very quickly. If you're saying a month, that's not three months, that's not six months, that's not a year. So that's, that's really positive. Uh, And that's something that you, you should trust and have faith in. Um, Right. I would say, are you having a hard time subsequently attracting people into your world that are supportive and loving?
3: Well, in that sense, yes. I mean, I have a small, very small but very supportive group of people who are helping me with this, but not like Not
0: romantically. Sense, so right? you're not okay. So you're not you're not attracting people that are loving and supportive romantically. Right. Okay. Uh, now, when you're when you're attracting these abusive types of characters, what's drawing you to them?
3: You know, I don't really know. <laughs> mm. It's been a while. It's okay. been like two years, so I don't even look anymore. You know what, I've kind of given up. <laughs> okay, but
0: that's what I don't know is. I don't know is a self-defense mechanism that people Probably. say when they don't want to look deeper because it's painful. Right. So when I say... What is it about these people you're drawn to? And you go, I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. that means that there's you absolutely do know whether you're fully conscious of it on a surface level or not, whether it's more underlying. You do know you're drawn to something. It is is gen. This is a sweeping generalization, but something to think about when you replay a pattern which fortunately for you, like we said, you have the ability to get out of it. But when you're playing out a pattern, it's generally called a repetition compulsion. So you're mm-hmm. being drawn to something that is familiar to you and it attempts to have a different outcome. So, mm-hmm. you know, the one that continues to attract the abusive boyfriend, it could be a pattern that she's playing out from her childhood with a parent. That, you know, if she could only be interesting enough, if she could only be special enough this time and win them over. But what that woman is not seeing is that it was never about her lack. It was always about her parents' insecurity. This is, a, you know, just a random example, not applying to right. you. And then the real transformation happens when she internalizes her own self-worth, recognizes that the person who needs to change in that unhealthy dynamic is her by walking away. That. However, that person was treating her in an abusive fashion was never about her. It was always about them and their shortcomings. And then they leave their relationship. After years, of course, of internalizing that. Uh, self-esteem and self-worth hopefully with a good therapist or um, Through doing deeper work, but I I always say you know again. I I see a therapist. My mom is a therapist Everybody knows I'm a huge believer in how transformational it can be if you're with the right person So your first thing sweetie is you need to look at why? Why and I don't know is it means there's something there So why are you attracting those people into your life and then? When it comes to the the healthier relationships, I mean, why? How do you? What, do, what comes to mind when you think of attracting somebody who's gonna be loving and be there for you and be supportive? And what what do you think? How does that make you feel?
3: Well, I want them that. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to be supported because after all these years of not and feeling so much pain all the time, like it'd be nice just to have someone to just understand you and just be with you and,
0: but are you, you know, open a to a healthy it. thing. Are you open but to it, though? Because I don't think so. Okay.
3: I think it comes down to, like, me thinking that I just, I can't have that. Right. I guess is what I and think. And
0: why can't you have that?
3: Uh, sh- Jillian, you're being really mean to me right now. You're making me look at myself and I don't like it. <laughs>
0: yeah but honey you you
3: i guess it. like it still goes back to that like initial incident or whatever you want to call it no
0: i hate um, to say this to you but that is
3: well you know I, what darling
0: again i don't know the circumstances of that but i'm my right. suspicion is that this goes far back way farther than that and it's possible and again, horrible things happen all the time. But it's possible that this individual was in your life for the same reasons that you don't feel worthy of a supportive individual. This could have been a symptom of deeper feelings of self you know lacking self-worth lacking deservedness lacking love lacking does it does that make any sense and again I'm totally speculating I have no idea but it, you know because again we you know we I'm not a therapist and we I don't know you that well I'm just hearing this but right. in often cases you know for that man to have been in your life you said a friend So it doesn't sound to me like maybe you got too drunk at a party and a stranger did this. It sounds like it was someone that was in your environment. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Someone I trusted.
0: Right. Okay. So, and when you, when you look at why, why can't you have, why is it that you cannot have somebody love you in a positive, loving, healthy way? Why? Why not?
2: I
3: don't, I guess it goes back to self-worth. I don't think I deserve it sometimes.
0: And you know? why would you not deserve it? Do I deserve it? I just, I mean, that's a simple question. Do I deserve it? Me, well, sure. Jillian. Why do I deserve <laughs> it and you do not? Why are you less deserving than anybody else?
3: I don't
0: know, Jillian. No, and what I did I tell look. you about that?
3: I know. I have to look. There's another reason.
0: But I don't know means what?
3: It's a defense mechanism. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm going to push you one more time. I don't want to send you completely spiraling out of control, but oh, good. why, <laughs> why, why do you think you don't deserve it? And try not to say, I don't know.
3: I just don't feel like I deserve it. I don't feel like there's anything I've done or anything anybody would want to be with me for. Like, I don't feel like I have anything to offer sometimes. <sighs>
0: And did you grow up feeling this way, like you didn't have value? Did you grow up feeling like you you haven't done anything worthy of being valued?
3: I mean, not really. I had a pretty good childhood. I mean, nothing really. And you know, I mean, I had an so you, older brother, so maybe that had something to do with it. You had a what? A My what? older brother he a, was like an overachiever.
0: Okay, so the older brother was that's all I got. Was the perfect one, and you were.
3: Not. Not. I mean, I did okay. I've always done okay. I, like, I get decent grades. I play sports. You know, I've always done
0: Did okay. anybody ever tell you that you were exceptional, that you were amazing? No. That you... Okay, <laughs> well, honey, come on. What do you mean you don't know then? You do know. You've yeah. never internalized that loving parent or that loving other that tells you, you have value. You are deserving. You are worth it. You grew up feeling like the worthless one, the throwaway right. one, and then you've brought that into your adult life. So, sweetie, I, again, I don't want to overstep my bounds, but right. these are things that you're going to need to look at. So, yeah, you know what? Number one. Where are these deeper issues of self-worth coming from? And, you know, I, I like I said, I don't want to open up this horrible can of worms on you when you're not ready to deal with it, uh, you right. know, when you don't have a support system in place. You should be seeing a therapist, and you should go right. in and say, I have these following issues that I've recognized. I have a pervasive lack of self-worth that is... Uh, where I am continually drawing people into my world that treat me poorly. I put myself in situations that are compromising. I don't feel worthy of love in a romantic, intimate environment. And then have them help you start looking at where this stuff comes from. And when you begin to understand where it comes from, you're able to let it go. And I know that sounds weird, but to give you an example, all right, I'm going to give you a a personal example. Um, I grew up and we, I'll say we, even though I was an only child for many years, I, I was constantly shamed about money and you know, you're a brat, you're a spoiled brat, you're this, you're that. And you know, so there was always shame about taking anything from anyone. Uh, And I, I got a little bit older and I felt ashamed of myself whenever I felt needy or whenever I wanted to take something. I felt dirty and gross and shameful. And as I got older, I began to understand that... I wasn't. There was nothing to be ashamed about wanting things or, you know, being able to, to give and to receive, that that was healthy when I learned to understand my father and where he was coming from and that my dad grew up in a situation where, you know, without divulging too much about him, you know, he was the third son, he was the throwaway kid, he was never raised to believe that he had value. Then when my father became a wealthy man, he believed that people only loved him because of his money and so you know he never thought that his kid could love him that his wife could love him and we were all in it for the money we were all greedy bastards who just wanted his money but i didn't yeah. i didn't know that as a kid so for me it was oh my god i'm a greedy bastard and then I got older, and when I learned to understand that it was never about me, it was about my dad's upbringing and his insecurities and his issues, I developed an empathy for him with that and gave it back. Now, do I still struggle with it? Yes, Yes, a friend bought me dinner the other day and I thought my head was gonna explode and she's like, honey, you've got to, you know, come on, work your, come on, you know better, You, it's okay. Like, you're not greedy, I don't hate you, everything's gonna be okay, I love you, let me get you dinner. And I, you know, I was like, ugh, you know, it was horrible. But I got through it and it's like, you know, he moved on, so yeah. you, I'm going to tell you that you've got to start dealing with the origins of these issues in a safe environment. Um, now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I have your we have her information, right, Janice? I have
2: I have, I have Aaron's number.
0: Where do can... you live, Aaron?
2: I live outside of Chicago.
0: Oh, all right. Then here's what I want you to do. I don't know if money is an issue, but kind of. Uh, Okay, so what you can do is you can, uh, I want you to Google training analysts because what will happen is often very good therapists go to get their PhD in analysis and you can see them for a reduced fee because they have to do case studies, which means uh, that you'll get like a $200 an hour therapist for $15 an hour. And okay. you'll be able to afford it or low fee counseling. But I really prefer the training analyst because then you've got somebody who's been a therapist for many, many years. You're getting all mm-hmm. of that experience for an extremely low cost. So, honey, I, I, I don't want to push you further because it would be wildly irresponsible of me. But okay. now that the <laughs> door is open here and you're seemingly ready to kind of explore more, I, I encourage you to get into therapy with a professional and really start doing this deeper work, babe. You're young. Don't let it hamper your life any further. And the good yeah. news is that you have enough self-worth to get out of this stuff before it gets really bad now. Yeah. So that's the positive Looking up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> truthfully, yeah. Exactly. That's full. All right. Okie doke. Okie darn dokie. All right, sweetheart. You have please look awesome. into that and have a great day.
3: <laughs> okay, thanks for talking to me.
0: Okay. Thanks for calling.
3: <laughs> Bye.
0: Oh, God, I don't wanna be real careful. I don't wanna you know what I mean? I don't mm. wanna push her into looking at and then have her. Like, see things she's not ready to see with no support system in place. People, you gotta do your work. You gotta
1: look at your stuff, man. But the good news is she's young. She's yeah. aware that there are issues. That's just it. She knows. Yeah. She knows exactly. That's you know, the first step. Self awareness is, yeah. is the first step. Self awareness is the first step. What
0: we do with it is, yeah. yeah. So, so um, What's the deal? We gotta go and I can say your.
1: No, we can do one more call. Oh, I got time for one more call.
0: One more okay. call. Oh. Then that's it. You've had enough.
1: No, I haven't had enough.
0: you got things to do. i got things to do. We're, We're go right back. Or the bird feeder. you got to <laughs> talk to your bird man. Get the bird man on the line. I don't need to be anything other than a prison guard sign. I don't need to be anything other
1: than a specialist Okay, we've got time for one more call, and Robin is waiting for you online. Ooh, I'm excited. Hey, Robin. Hey, Joey, how are you doing?
2: I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Oh, you know, I just, I need some help with um, what I can do, the single best cardiovascular exercise I can do. Mm. I'm a 52-year-old single mom with five kids under seven years old.
0: Oh, dear God. And you need more <laughs>
2: exercise? <laughs> how, how
0: is that even possible? Oh, my well, goodness good that's what happens when you start adopting you
2: can't
0: quit uh, you know what i've heard that don't say that because i i am not doing more than two i i am not gonna do it well keep my number and call me because you know what (laughs) you're gonna need some help Kind of stay away from it oh man all right well by the way it sounds like someone needs to come over there and bring you a medal uh (laughs) you know five kids holy cow okay buddy um with that said, so obviously you're pressed for time, you got those kids, you're probably not able to leave the house, right? I don't get out much. Okay. No. Okay. Uh couple things you can do. Well, first off, you could buy a piece of equipment, which could be expensive and is totally unnecessary. But if you had the funds, I've got a treadmill in my house. Um, okay. I got really lucky because I, I do a deal with Nordic Track on a treadmill, so I have it in my house. And right. I never used to have exercise equipment in my house because I just, I liked going to the gym. I found it to be more motivating. I found that I ran faster when my ego was involved, but my schedule has gotten so crazy that I end up using that treadmill at least four times a week and I'll, you know, I'll put it on and it's like, I'll do all my calls and I'll just run on the treadmill and take my calls, uh, or whatever, you know, so if there's a piece of equipment that you can afford, a treadmill is going to be the most versatile
2: because I love it because
0: I can do incline training on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I can run on it. I can, I can sprint on it. I could, you know, I could do trails on it. It's so versatile, which is great, but it's, you know, a three I don't know how much it is. It's expensive pieces. You know, they, they get
2: expensive. It's
0: equipment can be expensive. I don't know how much that one. Is. I really, you think I would know, but I, I truly don't. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, there. That's my favorite piece of equipment. Uh, another, you know, with. I don't believe you need any strength equipment in the house except dumbbells and bands or well, things I like that. A,
2: I have a Bowflex. I mean, I, I've been a, I've been a bodybuilder and a powerlifter and an athlete all my life. Okay. It's just since I start, started adopting kids went through menopause, turned 52, Things have
0: just gotten a little hectic. Yeah, I get you. So, so it, okay, so if there's room for a piece of cardio equipment, that's my personal choice. I'd stay uh, away from the recumbent bike. It's just not the most effective. It just doesn't right. give you a very powerful workout. If you're in a spin class with Bob Harper, then a bike is going to work for you. But a recumbent bike where you're sitting down with your legs outstretched in particular is fairly useless. A row machine is great, but it's not the most versatile, and it's huge and okay. cumbersome, and no one's going to put a step mill in their house. So. Right. I find that an incline training treadmill is the best with regard to equipment. That said, you really don't need it. You can also do things like, you know, in all of my fitness videos, Mm -hmm. the combination of bodyweight training and old school calisthenics is you basically you need no equipment. You could do it in a, you know, five by five shoebox if you needed to. Mm-hmm. And a pair of light dumbbells is all I really require. And instead of even having dumbbells, if, you know, I'm just saying for the person at home who maybe can't afford them, water bottles, candles, you know. Uh, oh, I saw you, your uh, saying in the gallon
2: milk jug. On the doctors, yeah, that I Exactly. <laughs>
0: There's, you know, there are a lot of things you could substitute for hand weights. But quite frankly, you know, a pair of adjustable dumbbells, three, five, eight, is the best. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you could do jump rope, you could do butt kicks, you can do high knees, you can do jumping jacks. You can do mountain climbers. You can do skaters. You can do marching in place. There are so many body weight things that you can do for cardio in your own home because it just, you know, with you being stuck there. Now, that said, the way I also condition people on the DVDs, I use resistance training and cardio simultaneously. So, for example, you'll see me do things like, all right. You know, we're going to do Supermans into plank, into mountain climbers, into push ups, into jump squats, into alternating lunges, into chair pose, into and it the whole, you know, I keep it rolling the entire time so that you're and getting. When are you going to be here? Uh, I oh, But you know what? Here's what I will do for you, buddy. The DVDs, I've, in fact, a lot of my workouts I structure 30 minutes for people just like you so that they you know they get a killer workout in under 30 minutes. I have longer ones that are 45 minutes, but for I get that people are like I don't have time, I need 30 minutes, I need to make it count. So what right. I'll do is I'll get your information and I will send you Ripped in 30, which has okay. four 30-minute workouts on it. And all you need are a pair of light hand weights. That's it. And the rest goes all off of your own body weight. Uh, but even without them, think of those things that I mentioned to you. Like uh, the well, jump rope, definitely. the jumping jacks. Even if you have stairs in your house, running up and down the stairs, mountain oh, climbers. Yeah. All that stuff is going to be super effective. But I'm going to send you this DVD. That's sweet. And it's going to change your life because you'll squeeze yeah, it in sure. and you'll notice a huge difference. And it burns massive amounts of calories because it's me, of course. That's what I need because I'm... A uh,
2: short and stocky right now, five foot hundred and eighty pounds. But I have a lot of good underlying muscle. It's just uh, good well, stuff uh, over don't top forget, body.
0: listen, it comes the D V D comes with a meal plan, follow it.
2: Excellent. Okay, because remember Excellent. you can
0: eat your way through any amount of exercise too
2: cool beans thank you very much all right buddy god god bless you and all you're doing over there i want to wish you all the luck with your adoption process thank you i know i've been there i've (sighs) fostered over 25 children myself oh my god and i've adopted four and i foster one now so that's why i get
0: my my five count
2: but um kids you're what's called a saint
0: though see that's that's a saint you're not a mother anymore you're a saint (laughs) i'm not interested in sainthood
2: I can't you know, handle it. You know just a what? mom. Anybody I'm just going to settle with a mom. Yeah. Anybody who adopts, you know, you're saving a child's life. Oh, you're
0: well, you know. And
2: that's, that's I,
0: what I, I, I have a feeling that this poor kid's going to end up having to save mine. Gonna, <laughs> when they grow up, I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry you had to deal with all of mommy's craziness. <laughs>
2: no, but mommy loves you. You know what? It's <laughs> just, all they want is, is unconditional love. Oh. And, um, you know, I adopted my first son, um, almost six years ago he's got cerebral palsy and he's got full-blown AIDS and oh. you know it's just it just snowballed from there and I got his sister and then I've got a pair of sibling other sibling sisters so my kids are seven oh. three three and two oh you're so, awesome
3: we so love you I'll, do,
2: I'll, I'll uh if I if I can I just send you a picture on on your website on Wait, your look, put um, it you know Facebook? what uh, yeah put it on the fan photos on Facebook so I can see it today Okay, well, I'm on your Facebook on your, um, on your Jillian Michaels uh, fan page. Oh, fantastic! Look, go in, type in Robin Whiting. I've got a, a family picture there. It's, it's last year's picture, but we're there. All right. And um, you know, it's it, it was life altering for me, Jillian.
0: Oh, thank you, tell buddy. You that. Um, I will check it out right away.
2: All right, and thank you very much. And I'll give you my information so you can send me those those DVDs because I'll I, I promise you, I'll send you before and after.
0: Excellent. So you know what we'll do. We will get back. Call you back. Janice I'll will call, you, call back. you back. We'll get your address. I will send you those DVDs. And you have a great day.
2: You too. And, and look at my picture on Facebook. Because my kids are my kids are
0: awesome. I will, Angel. Thank you.
2: All right. No Love kidding. you. Love and apologies for day one. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Five kids. Oh my God. Holy for <laughs> schlugging a... Holy cow. This is an addiction that I cannot have. I cannot have five kids. I'm just saying. And yeah. I have heard that. I've heard that it's like once you start the adoption thing, you're you. it's kind of like you keep going. I am not going to have a this, nursery this, school. Is
1: another thing I have to keep an eye on with you?
0: My mother will stop me, trust <laughs> me. Because you know who's going to be doing the babysitting. Exactly. My mom's going to be so frazzled. <laughs> Prematurely great. She'll be like, that is enough. With Cheerios in her hair. I'll be like, we're getting another one from yeah. Guatemala and my mom will kill me kill me anyway
1: alright that we was fun we gotta say goodbye
0: yeah. we gotta say goodbye well alright then okay well so, goodbye see you next week we'll see you <laughs> next week <laughs> peace
2: that's all I You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to YouTube.com slash WaitForItComedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.
3: Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Autotrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time?